I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Tiger Woods suffers a fractured ankle, two broken legs, including a compound fracture in a one-car accident near Los Angeles on Tuesday. And he's lucky it wasn't worse. We'll discuss the part fairy tale, part tragic tale of Tiger Woods' life and career with Tom Jones, my former radio partner, longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, now with the Pointer Institute on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. This segment of Sports Day Tampa Bay is brought to you by Marina Bay St. Petersburg, luxury waterfront homes where sports fans and enthusiasts live and play. Marina Bay is a 60-acre gated community on Bogusiega Bay. All new construction is available now. Contact them at marinabaystpete.com or call 727-906-3300. All right, Tom, I don't know where you were or what you were doing uh, when the news broke, and it uh, it did break hard uh, all over the um, the Internet and um, TV and everywhere else of Tiger Woods' one-car accident uh, that actually happened uh, early Pacific time, I guess around 7 a.m. or so uh, in Los Angeles or near Los Angeles, actually in Rancho Palo, Palos Verdes. Um, and uh, this 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 car accident looked and was horrific. Um, there were no skid marks. Tiger Woods uh, had a uh, an appearance, I guess, a little bit in conjunction with his his Genesis uh, golf tournament. He's doing some celebrity appearances. He had played with David Spade and Dwayne Wade on Monday. He was going to play with I think Drew Brees and Justin Herbert, yeah. uh, the quarterback of the uh, Chargers, on Tuesday when this accident occurred. And the news is that uh, the good news is that he survived it. I mean, he easily could have been killed in this accident. There were no skid marks, nearly missed a tree, all of that. But he does have, as I mentioned earlier, uh, according to the L.A. Times, a fractured ankle, two broken legs, including a compound fracture in one of those legs. And um, they had to extricate him, uh, of course, from the vehicle. And, um, you know, look, I I think when stuff like this happens, you're grateful that that the guy – uh, is alive first and foremost, but man, what a uh, what 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 a what a big story! What a shocking uh, uh, sort of accident to occur to to an iconic, not just golfer, but really one of the iconic sports figures in in our in our lifetime. Yeah, I thought Bob Costas made a really great point when I heard him on CNN uh, earlier on Tuesday when he said, <clears throat> "People who don't know the difference between a birdie and a bogey know they know who Tiger Woods is. I That's mean, right. he's that big. He trans he's Jordan. He's Brady." Mm-hmm. He transcends the sport. He's bigger than the sport itself. He's a right. he's a star. He's a celebrity. He's a world known figure. World known, like not just you know. Sometimes we get caught up with you know celebrities in the United States. This guy's known all across the globe. Right. Um, and I don't know about you, Rick. I, I and I know the circumstances are completely different, but it felt like like eerily like deja vu, right? When you first heard about the accident back on Thanksgiving Day, what was two thousand nine or whatever it was. And again, I know it's a completely different circumstance or it appears to be but it's just that moment of like wait what like Mm. wait tiger woods what what happened again and it's just this moment of confusion and 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 i had the 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 feeling of oh my gosh here we go again not in terms of like i said what happened in 2009 but 
all of a sudden we well there's a story a crazy story out there about tiger woods and what happened and is he hurt is he okay how bad is it, it it's just one of those and you know and i hate to say it it's you know it's it's, it's like when we first heard about kobe bryant you know it's like yeah. you're, you're unsure those first all you hear is accident tiger woods yeah that's all you know that's right and so you immediately think like and then you see the photos of the you know the first thing we saw was the photos like oh my gosh how does somebody you know come out yeah, of that accident exactly. what what's his condition you know so that all those things go through your mind like lickety split you know yeah i i think i don't know you know some people were like uh i don't know critical of whoever uh, mentioned uh or put some equivalency to the kobe bryant i think in terms of the initial reaction it was like just that the the what 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 about an accident what about Tiger Woods in Los Angeles? What is this? What am I seeing here? You know what I mean? What happens right. until you hear the reports? All you see is a vehicle um, turned over uh, in a ravine and it's badly damaged, and you see Tiger Woods and you see accident, and so you are trying to process that. Unless you got the volume turned up, and you know, you might have many things going on at the time. So that that it it makes sense that you would think. Um, about someone like Kobe, you know, initially, but then as you, as more information was there, obviously, um, the first thing was he survived the accident. They got him out of the car. He was in a hospital. His injuries were serious. Um, and they didn't have a lot of details in the beginning about him. Uh, they said he had had some, some pretty uh, serious, you know, injuries to his legs. And then you kind of, kind of find out that it's a compound fracture, which mm. man, I just, you know, when you think about that and and the officer when they did the press conference many many hours later um the guy that uh that that actually went to him first that was the first on the scene was interviewed um and he said that tiger was he was he was calm um you know he was lucid which was good because i mean the first thing that would happen i would be in total shock sure um and he might have been because he wasn't actually complaining about his injuries i'm sorry but if there's a compound fracture um you know, the shock of that would, would probably be enough to, to put me under, but, um, they were able to, to extract them and, and, you know, um, get them to a hospital and get them into surgery. And, and, um, like I said, it doesn't appear to have, he had, it doesn't appear that he has any life threatening individuals. You think about cars rolling over, you immediately think about your head. Mm -hmm. Um, you think about, you know, the damage that you could have done internally, you know, to, um, to organs bleeding internally and those sort of things, even with the compound fracture, uh, you worry about arterial bleeding and things that could could lead to death. He's just very very lucky, and and um, you know it's weird because it's it, you're right. It's like there's something about Tiger Woods and cars. <laughs> that, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that have have really sort of been, you know, these accidents have sort of been uh, like markers of of his life, you know, and not in a not in a good way. No, and and I, you mentioned, I mean, he said. You know, we had the accident in 2009 with, you know, who knows what happened with him and his wife. Mm -hmm. And then we had the, the incident just a few years ago where he was, uh, he was at a, at a pool, you know, his car was running. He was asleep at the wheel. Right. Um, he was uh, apparently um, on, on some sort of pain medication. Right. And, and look, I know there are a lot of people who are being critical as, as we start hearing this story immediately, you start to what happened? It's mm -hmm. 7.30 in the morning. It's an odd time for an accident. Um, right. You know, did he, was he going too fast? Was he, 
Was he up early because he was, was out he late, early? or was yeah, he was headed he, to someplace? You know, <laughs> exactly. You know, because he's um, not playing competitive golf, so nobody knew. You know, at first glance, you don't know his schedule that he was had some some appearances with these celebrities, right? And normally, he's with a guy named Rob McNamara who goes everywhere with him, right? And there's some question. I talked to Bob Herrick briefly, and there's who covers golf for ESPN, and there's some question about why Rob wasn't with him or wasn't. I'll be honest with you. First of all, let me let me just say this. And we'll get into this later, but like. If I'm Tiger Woods or have anywhere close to his money, not even close to his money, if I had a little more money than I have now and I could hire a driver, I would never drive. I hate driving, okay? I would have somebody drive me everywhere. I would be Miss Daisy. I, I, I absolutely despise it. And I'm surprised that someone of his celebrity and wealth would, would find themselves behind the wheel of any car. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I can understand that, and, I, and I'd probably be the same way. But I, but I also know people who... They like saw, that independence. Yeah, yeah, they like the independence. They like driving. I, I thought I saw, I may be totally off on this, but I thought I saw something recently where Joe Biden was driving a car. What? And he, yeah, well, like right right before he became president. <laughs> really? And he was talking about how much he enjoyed driving. Like he really yeah. liked to drive. And now that's something he well, do you remember, uh, let doesn't paint, do anymore. That movie, The American President, where uh, they put his car in his, and he wanted to go to the florist and drive his car over there and buy flowers <laughs> yeah. and it's like, where's my car? It's like it's in storage with everything else that you own. You yeah, know? it's in Wisconsin. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I and and so I, I mean, I, I sort of get that part of it. But I mean, obviously, when 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 you first hear this story and you think about, and again, it, I don't think it's out of line. And I know there are some people being critical of different um, aspects of this story. I think it's fair to bring up. Okay, you know. It just it wasn't long ago that he had back surgery and he had an incident one time. Mm-hmm. Now, from all appearances. It doesn't appear that, at least initially, and we're right. taping this on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, there's there's no there's no reason to believe he was impaired in any way. Well, the officer said that he was lucid. Now that that doesn't mean that you know I no mean, no sign of alcohol. They couldn't, as far they as they couldn't, know. Yeah. No no sign. No smell. They couldn't do uh, a sobriety test. Obviously, the guy had two broken legs. Right. But but it's not unreasonable to think that they may have drawn blood. You know, at some point during they could that, have, and we'll find know, out hospital. more about that as time goes on. I'm just right. saying, like all aspects of this story, it's it's all part of this this narrative with Tiger Woods, where you look and just say, this is just another chapter in what's been just a remarkable story. Rick, Rick, I've said this before about Tiger Woods. You know, I'm we've been covering sports for a long time, and and I've been alive on this earth for a very long time. And I can tell you, it's it's one of the most fascinating sports stories. Tiger Woods, just Tiger Woods, period. One of the most fascinating sports stories of our lifetime. No I mean, question. Of anybody's lifetime. Of everything. Even, you know, the fact that here's this guy come along in a, you know, a black man in a sport that um, traditionally, you know, hasn't had many black golfers. And, and, oh, it's affluent white people that play golf. Right. And this guy, not only, I mean, changed the sport. Changed yeah. the culture of the sport. Changed how we look at the sport. Stephen A. Smith gave a very, I thought, great. Check it out. It's on ESPN and go on, go on Twitter and go on there uh, on Sports Center, uh, their account. And he talks about how Tiger Woods made a lot of people who never cared about golf before suddenly care about it. And people, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, in, in a way, making making us uh, a lot of people who never fall golf before recognize the great things that Jack Nicklaus did or the great things that Sam Snead did because Tiger Woods when he was chasing those guys down and breaking their records or mm-hmm. attempting to break their records you know he, the, 
The, the PGA Tour is huge now. The money that is made on the tour. It's because of Tiger. Absolutely. He changed the sport. So you had that. And then we had this. Again, I'm, again, I'm not praising it or, or criticizing it anyway. I'm just telling the story. All of a sudden, we get to this thing in 2009 uh, with the accident and the affairs and the marriage. And, all, and then this all comes out. And then he comes back from it and he has the back surgeries. You think he's never going to play again. And then he plays again, and he wins the Masters. Again, love him or hate him, agree with him, disagree with him, approve, disapprove, whatever the case may be. I'm just talking, the story itself is a fascinating story. I think I said, as fascinating a story as we've had in our lifetime, sports-wise. This segment of Sports Day Tampa Bay is brought to you by Breitling Boutique. You know, Breitling Boutique and International Plaza is only one of 15 in the United States. They've welcomed championship quarterbacks and hall of famers and boxers as clients but they treat everyone the same they'll treat you like a celebrity too now just tell them that rick and steve sent you and uh when you come in and try on one of those beautiful watches they'll give you a free brightling cap that's brightling boutique international plaza no question and and probably like i said a lot of lifetimes you go back to the accident in 2009 um that's that's where his life uh like i said there are these moments right when he's driving that these things happen that sort of crystallize where he was in life as well as his career. And, you know, that was when he smashed up the Cadillac Escalade. Um, he crashed into a neighbor's tree just outside his home. And, you know, the whole thing further exposed, you know, just this cheating scandal that really, you know, cost him his marriage to uh, to Ellen uh, uh, Nordgren and, and, and cost him a, a lot of endorsements. And, um, you know, he, he was knocked. Un- Remember, he was unconscious in that in that crash and sure people don't know the circumstances surrounding it what he was fleeing from at that hour but he ended up getting rescued by uh his wife at that time and she used remember she used a golf club to bust open the car windows or, or hit him with it or like or maybe was know. maybe yeah. was chasing him down the street with it um and then that's where ES, EM, ems like found him snoring and he didn't have any socks or shoes on um and it led to the scrutiny about what he was doing at two thirty in the morning, and then you know all of a sudden the infidelity. Thanksgiving night, yeah, yeah, and he ends up apologizing. I remember on national TV for his his many um, affairs. And yeah, did you, did you just did you watch that documentary recently? On I, think I haven't on seen it. it. I haven't seen it. No. Yeah, and it's it's funny. They showed that that apology again, and it was just one of the more. It was painful. It was painful. It was why like yeah. watching his. Uh, watching his apology, and, and I mean, there are a lot of people out there who say, like, you know, hey, he had a comment to him as far as oh, no question, you know, yeah. the reckoning or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, you sort of looked in the audience, and like nobody was looking at him. Like everybody had their eyes down, except for his mother, mm-hmm. who sat there in the front row with her arms crossed, mm-hmm. staring at him, like, oh, I can't believe I'm here doing this. Right. And then she gives him a big hug at the end. It's remember he went, he checked himself into uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, in a, in a facility that specializes in. Sex addiction, addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he, then he, and then he, you know, then he came back and he, and he reclaimed sort of that, that greatness in golf. Um, and then in 2017, you were just mentioning this is when he got the DUI in Florida, when they found him, uh, you know, passed out behind the wheel of the Mercedes and you got that terrible mug shot and all of that. And, and the DUI, just to be clear, was for, for pain meds. It, it was for pain meds. Yeah. It was Xanax and Vicodin. You know, he had all these prescription drugs that he had taken. He ended up pleading guilty to reckless driving for that, but he checked into a clinic to to help get him get himself 
um, you know, off those those medications. And so he's been through, you know, and 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 you think because you know this now he's had five back surgeries. The 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 really eerie thing was watching because I saw this live. You know, the Genesis over the weekend on Sunday. He didn't play obviously, but he he was interviewed by Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Yeah, with Tiger Woods. Um, and Jim Nance was asking him, Tiger, seven weeks away from the Masters, are you going to be there? And he's like, well, Jim, God willing, but, you know, i got to listen to my doctors. He's had his, he just had his fifth, fifth back surgery. Fifth ah. back surgery. To go with all the other surgeries, right, knees and, 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 you know, knees, shoulders, toes, and head, or whatever the song goes. Right. Um, but, he, you know, he's had umpteen surgeries in his, in his life, but... It, it, he he made it sound like it would be a real long shot, you know. Yeah, that, it didn't that, sound like he was going to play. That he was going to be able to make it certainly was aiming for it. But like even in this uh, these last two days when he's done this thing with the celebrities, he hasn't been playing golf. He's been holding a golf club, you know, chipping around the greens and putting and stuff like that. But not playing, can't play golf yet. Um, and there was a time during his back surgeries where it wasn't even a question of whether he would play again. Like that wasn't even on his mind. He just wanted to be able to get out of bed. Right. He was in bed for a, a month or two uh, and was hoping to kick the soccer ball, you know, with his kids again. So, um, you know, and, and then, you know, what's interesting about Tiger is this last time when he came back um, and and really one of the first tournaments he played was up here at, you know, um, Innisbrook. Innisbrook, yeah. Yeah, and, and played really well. And then he goes on, and and you know, you could see that because golf had been taken away from him, and there was no guarantee it was coming back. He had to learn to swing in such a way that he didn't hurt his back and and kind of manage the golf ball around the course. And 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 he was just so damn happy to be out there, and that his kids, who only like he said, only associated golf with their dad being in pain, um, could actually see him play. And then, then that moment, as Bob Costas so eloquently said, he goes, if you're doing the movie, the movie ends when Tiger Woods wins the Masters in 2019 and comes off the 18th green and hugs his son the way his dad had hugged him when he won it at 20 years old. He wins his fifth green jacket, and there's his son in that big bear hug that his dad used to give, used to give him. He gives to his son. That's how it should have ended. Right. You know, right there. Um, but it wasn't enough. And, uh, you know, then we had the pandemic and he played in like nine tournaments last year. And he's going to try to come back. And at least I think if he was going to have a, a chance to ever win another major, it would be the Masters because it just seems to be that that course um, sets up for him for whatever reason. He's you know, like I said, he's won it five times. But now it's not about golf. Now it's 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 about, you know, will this guy have trouble walking again? Will this guy um, have a full life. I mean, we don't know to the extent that, you know, how did his back do, for example, in a car accident like that after five back surgeries. And, um, you know, and so there's, there's a lot of, of, of tough, tough roads ahead, but Tom, I'm telling you, and I, and I don't think that golf will be his motivation. Clearly it'll be to, to be able to, to walk and, 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 you know, do those things he wants to do with his family again. But, there is something eerie about this. I, you remember the story of Ben Hogan getting hit by a, a bus, his car yeah. getting, and he ended up. I think he broke both his legs. Yeah, and he came back and and played and won again. I th- um, although I mean, the big difference there, 
Ben Hogan, I think, was like thirty six. The age, yeah, the age was totally different. Although yeah. I don't, I don't know what kind of shape Ben Hogan was in. At Who's age to say? Like, but it is kind of you know all the all the you know he ran down Ben Hogan for the number of, of tournaments won and things like that. This segment of Sports Day Tampa Bay is brought to you by Murata, where life is like a staycation every day. Contact them at MuratasteyK.com. It's just, it, it's surreal that this would continue, that these sort of things would happen, you know, to one guy who is, who is in, in the public eye since he was less than five years old, oh, yeah. you know? That's Rick, how long when he when I remember you and I talking about this, we did TV shows over at Spectrum and all that. And right after the arrest um, in 2017, I guess it was. And we talked about, will he ever be back? And 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 I think most people were like, no, this is it. This is rock bottom. This is the end. He'll never catch Jack. He's never coming back. He's never forget winning a major like he's never going to play again. Or if he does, he'll never win a, a tournament again. And then he comes back and he wins the Masters. And you say, Rick, like his, I look, I don't know his condition exactly at the moment. I don't know how. I don't know if any of us truly know as we're taping this how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, he's thinking about golf. I get that's who he is. That's he's that's the way he's wired. Mm. I'm sure when he woke up, he thought, "How am I going to get back out there?" Like, there's another chat. I think he thinks in his mind. My guess is, and again, I'm assuming that everything that we know is he's you know he's not damage beyond the you know the just, lower just a couple smashed up legs yeah i mean yeah. i mean I'm, i i like hopefully we're not going to find out in a day like yeah he suffered like more serious injuries than than this like as if this wasn't serious enough but you know what i mean like brain or whatever mm. um but I, i'm telling you like he'll play again i believe he'll play again because that's competitively though I, I don't like look we don't we have no idea how bad I the mean legs the back are. has been so bad the, that it's right. literally kept him from playing at all. But the whole legs I mean? thing with like compound fractures and all that like look who knows how, just exactly I mean is it I mean Alex Smith had a compound fracture he came back and he played football again. Yeah, he almost lost his leg. Yeah. Right. Due so and, and who knows so who wait we have no as like I said as we taped this we have no idea how severe this injury is and how severe these injuries are. But yeah. but boy oh boy I I think just knowing Tiger, and look, the other thing about this, Rick, and it's it's complicated. I mean, he's there are a lot of people out there who don't like Tiger Woods. You know, they don't like him for you know, for cheating on his wife, or mm-hmm. you know, or I'm sure there's a a race element involved for some people. It's just the way those are facts. I'm sorry, um, but uh. That's what else makes this whole story just completely fa- he's a polarizing figure for many people, you know? It's just a again, it's the most fascinating sports story of our lifetime in my lifetime, I believe. No, I, I think he, he is a he's really a pulp culture type of figure. You know what I mean? Like like you said, he transcends the sport itself and he's the reason that, that golf has its popularity and its purses for that matter. Um, because of all the money and the eyeballs he brought to the sport and the TV contracts and Jim Nance and, and all those guys, right? They, they've all they've all profited from Tiger Woods. And it's funny because so many golfers out there today, the Justin Thomases and so many of these great players, they got into golf and they started playing golf because of Tiger Woods. You know, they oh, were yeah. kids watching this guy. And he, he managed to hang around long enough to, that they actually – Got a little bit of taste of that in 2019 that the Masters and what those roars were really like. Because when he did play, you know, he wasn't competitive. He wasn't going to win tournaments. And I said, 
on this podcast and in in other places that I never thought that Tiger Woods would win a a, a golf match again, much less a major. I never thought right. it was possible. And then of course he goes and he wins the Masters. And I think for those four days, and it was taxing on him. I think some of those young guys, well, frankly, they bowed to the pressure of of Tiger Woods. They bowed to those roars, you know, uh, and and you know the momentum that he creates with the crowd and the connection he has, um, and you know that wave just carried him, you know, to a, to another championship. It was it was just remarkable to watch. I mean. Um, you know, he was older than Jack Nicholas, I think, when he won it, um, you know, back in the day at, at a late age. So, yeah, the guy, you know, he, he changed a sport. He changed an entire sport. You think about marketing, right? Who's more marketed than than him, right, than him and Michael Jordan? Um, you know, now, you know, Tom Brady has tried to take pick that baton in the TB12 and all that. But, the, but these guys are they're, – they're conglomerates, right? They have – you know, they, they, whether it's Jumpman or, you know, or the TW, you know, you know what that brand is all about. And and Tiger Woods is all of that. So the connection that he had with player with with the fans, I was out there at Innisbrook, Rick, when he played. Um, and I was at, I was still at the Times then. Yeah, I was there and, too. And I did. Uh, my job was I wrote a column every day on Tiger. I followed mm-hmm. him every day. I know. On every, I, I watched every shot from. Inside the ropes. Inside the ropes. And it was five days worth. I went out there on Wednesday, walked mm-hmm. to practice run with him, and then uh, and then all four days. And was right behind him as he was going through the you know, the get the galleries the galleries and you know, going through the yeah. the um you know, on to the next hole and the, the, it, I've never seen anything like it. I've been around big athletes who've been in Crosby. I've been around Jeter uh, I've been a little bit of Brian Brady back, you know, but this is when he was with New England. Uh, Jordan, I've seen up close. Um, like th- the connection, and I know it's a little bit different because, you know, the field separates fans in, in like team sports like like football. And whereas golf, they're right on top of you. But I've never seen anything like it. Like the just, I was fascinated to watch people watching Tiger. It was mm-hmm. just mesmerizing to me. And He's one of those guys that I've never, again, I've never been really awestruck around athletes, you know, but, but it, it was interesting just to watch him and how he interacts and how it's, it's an amazing thing, Rick. Uh, you mentioned the American president a few minutes ago and there's that scene where he, he's dancing with you know, Michael Douglas is dancing with Annette Benning and mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know how you do it with all the eyes you know, on you. That that's what Tiger Woods it's, Every set of eyes, everywhere he goes, was set yeah. on him. Like there's not nothing only he can that, do. But when you play with him, I, I was thinking about this because you're right. I was out there with you, and what happens is the crowd moves three holes ahead of him. In other words, as soon as he taps in, everybody's running essentially to the next tee box or the next screen. They're all moving forward, and. They're even moving when the other players are trying to hit their second or third shot wherever they are. Right, right. And it's very distracting if you're playing with him because those guys are used to much smaller crowds usually on a on a Thursday or Friday, um, you know, on the 17th tee. And with Tiger, it's it's complete chaos. And you know what's interesting, so, though? So I movement. talked to players about this. I talked to a couple of players, and I said, that must drive you crazy that, you know, Tiger putts and then – 
you know, picks up his putt and he's everybody, getting ready to move on. Hauls and, and everybody hauls butt while the other guy's lining up his like six foot putt. Mm-hmm. And I and so I asked a couple of players, and I, I wish I could remember which ones, but I, I asked a couple of players, like, that must just drive you crazy. And they're like, you know what? It's because of him I have then a chance to here. make six hundred thousand yeah. dollars this week. Right. Because right. I'm playing with him. Because right. or because there's a reason, you know, there's twenty thousand people out here watching us today because yeah. of him. Yeah. Like they're all forgiving of him. They all appreciate him. Nobody's annoyed by him. They know it's not him, but they appreciate the fact what he's done for the tour. Mm-hmm. And I look, Rick, I, for years when I did sports media at the times, I, I saw the ratings every week when Tiger played, Huge. like when Tiger didn't play, the ratings were crap. Mm-hmm. And when he did play, they were better. And when he was in, in contention, they were through the roof. Like you could just show me the ratings, go back to whatever year, 2000. 14, 15, six, whatever, when he was playing. Just show me the ratings, and I'll tell you how Tiger, t- without even remembering what Tiger did in those tournaments, I can look at the ratings and say, yeah, he was in contention that week. Oh, must not have played that week. Yeah, he, he must have been out of the running year. Oh, back in contention again. Mm-hmm. Like, you could base it on the his scores were equivalent to the ratings, you know. Right. Yeah, if he was playing on Sunday, and, and just even if he was in the tournament or not, it was, it was a different deal. Um, he's really... You know, when he came back this last time, and I've talked to Bob Harrigan and others that cover golf about that, he really has an appreciation that he didn't have early. He, humility, and maybe it was what he went through, you know, uh, with the very public divorce and all of that. But humility is not a word you use much with Tiger Woods early in his career. He has it now. He has a real appreciation. And he's also, he's let some of the fans in, but he's let a lot of the guys that play golf in. He's, he's great point. He, he wasn't a chatty guy. Like he was, he was pretty much, he was a loner a lot of times on the course. You know, he was that guy that, um, you know, w- if he was going out, he wasn't going out for beers with the guys after, you know, after the, the round. I mean, he, he might've done some other things, you know, by himself, but, but he was, was not. You never someone... get the sense he was one of the guys. No, not really. They admired him. They, they right. obviously knew he was the greatest, greatest playing and all of that. But yeah, he, he sort of was a little standoffish or in his own head, whatever you want to say, that's not the case now. Like he, he totally is from what I, from what I hear from golf writers and others, um, you know, very, uh, willing to help other players. Like he would never, you know, to him, you know, helping the other guy would be the furthest thing from his mind. Right. And now, now I think he, he's willing to share, you know, what he's learned and, and with certain players, at least, you know, Justin Thomas and some others that he's become friends with. Um, and he truly, I think appreciates knowing that there's not many more rounds of golf left in him before this accident that, you know, he got back out there because it was not, it was not a given. It was not something that anyone thought he would ever do. And again, much less win a tournament or much less have that feeling of winning a major tournament like the Masters, a place that, that he was always um, special to him. So I think this last sort of revolution for him around the tour has been one of the more enjoyable ones. And that's why it's sad that this would occur now because I don't know how many he played nine tournaments a year ago because of the pandemic and all that. I don't know how much more golf he would have played, but Tom, it it, it kind of stinks if this takes away whatever was left of his career. Yeah, absolutely. Because look, he's still within striking distance of Jack, um, well, a couple away, right? And um, 
and and you start doing the math on it. And and now well, I he's mean, not going to get there. No, no, with these injuries 18, now, I mean, yeah. it's you know, when he eventually comes back from this, if right. if he comes if he back, does, I mean, it's going to be a year or more probably. I mean, and you know, people don't win golf tournaments at that age. Not typically. No. Now maybe he'll be the exception. Um, but it's again, it's it's a uh, it's 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 a tragedy. It's um. I just keep going back to this story, Rick, and I know, and I know this is the guy's life. I don't mean to diminish it in any way, but it's just, it, like I said, it continues to be the most fascinating sports story of our life, of my lifetime. I can't think of a more fascinating one. There's likely to also be some psychological. I know he's the most mentally tough guy in the world, and he's going to have a totally different appreciation for his own life um, and the fact that you know he's still here to enjoy his children and all of that. This segment of Sports Day Tampa Bay is brought to you by Moffitt Cancer Center. Moffitt is a proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Call 1-888-MOFFITT, M-O-F-F-I-T-T. But, Tom, you've known people very close to you. I mean, have you ever been in a serious accident? You know what? I've been in a little accident, and it messed me up for a couple of weeks. Yes. And it was like it was a essentially a fender bender. Right. No, it's very traumatic, and I've, I've been in a couple. One that was, I mean, I never had to go to a hospital, so I guess in that instance you would say, how serious could it be, right? Well, the guy that hit me went through the windshield. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we were very shaken up physically. You know, we you felt it for the next three weeks. Um, and, um, you know, but, but, you know, it was one of those deals where you're just sitting there turning left into a into a mall, and somebody came halfway out. And then stopped and didn't go all the way. And the car that was bearing down on them tried to avoid them. Well, when they turned, you know, tried to avoid them, they went right into my turn lane, hit me head on, and you know, pushed us back a hundred feet. So it was, you know, when you see a guy go through a windshield, it's fairly serious, but it shakes you up to your core. And to be injured in an accident, I can't imagine what that would do to you. And I don't mean like getting back in a car. I just mean like, you know, to have to have that kind of trauma, right? Sure. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be some scars there psychologically. Again, one of the, one of the most mentally tough athletes of all time. But um, but we just we just hope that you know we don't know what we don't know. We hope his his injuries are things that he can heal from. But it is it is a it was a very um, interesting day. And then and then the way the news media covered. I mean, Tom, I you do this for a living. You you cover the media that and how they report on certain events. It was the lead story. It was all anyone was talking about. Is that's that's not unusual for somebody of this 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 size, right? To- no, and I and I saw some criticism nationally on Twitter, like uh, like oh, we seem to be going overboard with this Tiger Woods stuff. A couple of things to remember. First off, there's an assumption that if like if you're what it's almost like talk radio in a way, Rick is yeah. that you and I did talk radio for several years. Mm-hmm. Like we'll talk about the bucks in the first hour, and then we talk yep. about the bucks in the second hour, and we talk about the bucks in the third hour. Now, if you listen for the whole three hours, you're gonna say like, "God, oh, you know, talk about something else." You guys have been talking about the bucks the whole time. But if you know talk radio, and it's the same as cable television, yeah. people don't listen for the entire three hours. No, they don't. They listen for ten minutes here, and they're mm-hmm. going in the car, and then they stop at Starbucks, and then they get back yep. in the car. And same thing with cable TV. People get people are tuning in at different times. They're not watching the whole thing. Now, if you're watching the whole thing, it seems like, oh yeah. my gosh, how long are you going to talk? Four about hours this? of Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. Right. Well, most of the people who are watching it are coming in for like ten minutes at a time. 
That's right. So that's why you. That's why the story plays out. And again, as like I said, what Costas was saying is, you know, Tiger Woods transcends the sport. Um, he's a. He's a. Everybody knows him. Like men know he's him. A celebrity. Their mothers know him. Their yeah. children know him. Like everybody knows. I right. sent out as soon as it happened. I sent texts to like five different people. Like, oh my gosh, Tiger Woods, and they were different people. People I worked with, mm-hmm. my kids. Everybody knew who he was. I didn't have to explain like Tiger Woods. Oh, who, by the way, he's a professional golfer. Yeah. If you know, like I wouldn't. You and I don't mean to say you could just say Tiger. Tiger, right? I don't yeah. even, and I'm not. You know, like if Justin, if this had happened to Justin Thomas, it would be no less tragic. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't text anybody about it. Like, oh my gosh, did you hear what happened to Justin Thomas? Like, right? That wouldn't be a you know CNN, NBC wouldn't break in on that story. Probably not. The other thing too with with Tiger Woods, and again, it's you know, this I thought the coverage was pretty responsible from what I saw. You know, and I was watching cable news and I was looking at the New York Times, Washington Post, and but there was this there was this thing where the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department released that the jaws of life in their statement had been used to extract him. It turns out they were mistaken. Um, they used apparently they used something else to extract him. They still used equipment. Yeah, they used the equipment. It just wasn't the jaws of life. They actually, they actually got the windshield off and and took them through that. But um, but this idea that it that the coverage was irresponsible. I watched it all, and I look, and I wrote this for Pointer. Um, there's nothing wrong and nothing irresponsible with bringing up his entire career. There's nothing wrong with bringing up the accident at Thanksgiving in 2009. There's nothing wrong with bringing right. up his arrest. There's nothing like that's all part of his story. It's all. And this is another chapter in that story. As long as you frame it in the context of, we don't know exactly what happened here. We don't know why he wrecked. We'll find out more. Here's what we do know here. We're going to quote the authority. Here's what the authorities are saying. Here's what his spokespeople are saying. Here's what the official word is. As long as you do that, then I, I think it's fair game to talk about everything else that's happened in his career because it, it brings a perspective as to why is this a big deal? Why are we? T- why is Tiger Woods so well known? Like, what is his story? And so, I thought that there was a no point where people were speculating. Oh, he, oh, he's died. Oh, he, and then they had to walk it back. You know, we've had stories like that in mm-hmm. the past. I, just, I thought everybody handled it pretty well. And in the context of Tiger Woods and his accidents, which we we just talked about, there were circumstances that were, um, you know. Turned out to be, for example, he was under the influence of a pain medication. Well, here's a guy that's had five back surgeries. Including right? a month so, ago. Yeah, a month ago. So you, you immediately, your mind goes there because, one, there's a history of this. And, two, he's actually going through rehabbing a new surgery. Um, you know, so, so you know, you don't, you don't know how, why a guy at, would, would be driving. And apparently it's a very treacherous part of the road out there that everyone's familiar with. Um, if, if you don't drive it, you wouldn't be, but there were no skid marks. This is the thing. It's like that car careened off a medium across traffic, uh, through, through a sign, narrowly missed a tree, which probably would have been a worse outcome and then rolled down a ravine. And it was at, the only thing that stopped it was gravity. So you can imagine that, you know, just looking at that vehicle, um, how, how much impact there was over and over again, as he's, you know, getting getting his legs all busted up and, and and other things so for him to be able to have any kind of conversation lucid or otherwise after that that wouldn't have been me i promise you um, no and here i mean in this idea rick that 
that maybe people shouldn't talk about what happened in 2017 with the arrest. Look, as soon as this accident happened, it's let's admit it. Like it's the first thought in everybody's mind. Like, oh my gosh, does this have anything to do with that? So there's nothing wrong with bringing it up to then follow it up with, we don't know. We don't know what's happening. And all reports are now that, no, it had nothing to do with that. So even if you bring it up to dispel that it happened this time, it's, it's totally responsible journalism. Now, if somebody's coming out saying, oh, you know what happened in 2017? I guarantee you he was under the influence. Well, okay, then you have a problem. But to ignore it or to not mention it, I, I also think that's, that's not being that's not telling the story. I think I think you have to tell the entire story again in context as long as you're providing the information of it. here's what we know and what we know is so far is there appear to be no signs of impairment or whatever the authorities were saying. So Yeah. It's, well, there, it's there obviously is going to be a number uh, of of you know future reports uh, given by doctors, I'm sure, and eventually Tiger himself hopefully will be able to address you know, sort of what what he remembers about. Apparently, the there accident. are cameras all over that car too. It's such a loaded up car. It has it has like a zillion air uh, airbags. Oh, really? Yeah, and it has like a lot of video. Apparently, the, ca- the, the car has cameras. Yes, I mean this is like a, an elite really? car. No, this is like a car that's like this car photographs you while you're driving. I, don't, I mean, it, it has cam. It has like dash cameras and stuff. From what I've heard, really. Um, yeah, I mean, this is not, no, seriously, like, this is like the nicest car you can get. Do you have any idea why you would need that? I think people vehicle? use it for, uh, I mean, you see it all the time. People have, like, cameras on their car. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, go on, Where have go, I on been? go on YouTube, man. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe this car didn't maybe it wasn't equipped with all that, but this is a high-end vehicle. You know, a vehicle so, with a body camera. And here's the thing, folks: seatbelt saved lives. From apparently, sure did. Apparently, sure he did. was wearing a seat. He was wearing a seatbelt. Sure did. And and some of the authorities said, like, I would not have liked to have seen what had happened. He would have been ejected. He would have been ejected out of that car. Yeah. And probably died. I would imagine. And he's, wear a seatbelt. Wear a mask. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not right. hard. No, that's true. Um, no passengers. Thankfully, thank no passengers yeah. in that car. And, but, and uh, thank goodness it hit nobody else. And he didn't hit anybody else, yeah, which was remarkable because he crossed the road. So, All right, so we go. Uh, if you want to read your, your newsletter uh, about Tiger Woods and about the coverage of, of, uh, of his accident, you can go to pointer.org. That's P-O-Y-N-T-E-R. And, uh, yeah, good discussion, man. Let's, let's do it tomorrow. Sounds good. See you then. Thanks, Tommy. 